Hello there, ringside crew. Hello there, ringside crew. Hey, dudes at ringside crew, this is Davian. Hey, it's Jenny Santana. This is Alfie. This is the savage juggernaut, Tamaku. Ringside! Ring! This is Thomas D. Bruff. This is Billy Starks. Mr. Chad Epic. Megan Mason. Hey everybody, Scotland's on Brody Adler. It's the headline in charge, Marco Mania. This is your girl, Charisma. Papa Dink, Brendan Dicker. This is According to Woods. This is Savannah Summers. I'm Shorty. Cash Money Sacks. Where you are watching the internationally known. It's at Ringside Podcast, hosted by Metal Geek and Joe the Panther Jr. Hello there, wrestling fans. To another episode of the internationally known Dudes at Ringside podcast. I'm your host, Joe the Panther, the third, and now from the top of Metal Mountain, take that love elevator, all the way up to the top of Metal Mountain where the happy heel is health, the middle. What's going on, Ringside crew? What's going on, international? What's going on, Joe? How's it going today? Got to get my button, my button myself up, look more professional. Because we have to go into the office where we hang out with Pam and uh, Michael, Jim and uh, Mr. Michael Scott. Because yeah. introduce the guest geekums. So let's give a warm dudes at ringside welcome to our guest tonight, Taryn from Accounting. Hi. How's it going? Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. So. If our fans aren't familiar with you, introduce yourself. Uh, well, I'm Taryn from Accounting out of Edmonton, Alberta. Okay. Yeah. So, well, your your next question, Geekums. No. So, how did you start in the wrestling business? Oh, um, you know, I my family's into in wrestling, and so just kind of through them, my sister and her husband, they're just kind of kind of worked my way in. I saw them doing it and decided I kind of wanted to try it out. So wow. so I guess that would be like a third generation type of thing, right? Because <laughs> not third generation, but you know what I mean? Like, it's like your sister and your husband are both into wrestling. So, you know. Yeah, yeah, so, exactly. So. <laughs> who exactly, who, who, tra- who's, who trained you or who, who, you, who are you training with? Um, my trainer is uh, Michael Richard Blaze. Uh, so I've been training with him for a couple of years now, and he's like just one of the best wrestlers in Canada. I would say like one of the best wrestlers like I've ever seen, and he's just so good at what he does. He's such a good wrestler, but he's like I don't want to say even better trainer, but like just as good of a trainer. Like I know me and everybody else who's trained with him have just like come so far i can like just see the difference between people who have been trained by him and like people have been trained by other people and it's just like it's a different world it's a different level he's so talented awesome so mm-hmm. so how did the uh tower from accounting gim uh gimmick come about uh honestly i just thought it was funny i thought it was something different um you know and i had some like pushback on it in the beginning um some promoters that i were i was working with really just didn't like it um they didn't get it yet uh but you know i was persistent and now people love it like 
I sometimes think I get booked sometimes because of my name. Yeah, but how did it become about, though? Like, how did you start it? Like, how did it all get started? Um, You know, I just kind of thought of it with something different. I didn't want to be like, uh, you know, a sexy Samantha or anything like that. Like, I just wanted to be something different and unique. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, That's always awesome. That's always cool because, like, there's wrestlers with, like, the same style name – um, and like you, you changed that because like your name is different than everybody else's you hear in the wrestling business. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I just kind of wanted to stand out a little and not take it too seriously. I didn't want to be like, you know, I, I, too I get serious about it. You, as they say, you took the ball instead of just taking it and placing it, you went off and ran with it. You know what I mean? <laughs> ran to the end zone and did the end zone dance at the end. You're like, I told you. That's right. I, I mean, I get it. There's always the crazy the crazy girl gimmick. There's always the crazy guy gimmick, the psycho. You know what I mean? So this is something that's a completely different character that a lot of people, not a lot of people have in their wrestling promotions. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So are you are you in a like a rivalry right now for with anybody? Um, am I in a rivalry? I mean, I'm part of the clandestine society where like this faction um, with Michael Richard Blaze and Stephen Crow. And we're kind of just against everybody. Like we're just, Michael's just trying to save people and like show them the way. And, you know, people are reluctant, but um, I do have a really important match coming up on the 29th at Love Pro Wrestling against Zoe Sager. I guess she's my rival right now because she's like really coming for my Love Pro Wrestling championship, which I'm not you know stoked on, but bring it on. You, we are the, the t- champions. So. Do you have the title with you? or uh... No, I don't. I'm actually in Vancouver right now, so I'm not home. Uh, uh, yeah. Well, we are the home of champions. I was like, dang it, you could have showed it to the world. I know, I know. I just don't have it. Yeah. It happens. You know, you're on a trip. So so yeah. who are some wrestlers that you would love to face though in the future? Like a dream in, court. In the future, I, yeah. I think my number one is Alley Catch right now. Like mm-hmm. I just I relate to her so much, like in the ring and outside of the ring, and I just like I love her. I think she's so cool and different as well and also doesn't take herself too seriously and just seems to have a really good time in wrestling. Like, it's not, you know, all about just, like, I got to wrestle. It's just, like, it's fun and silly and campy and but also wrestling, you know? So uh, she just is, like, somebody I look up to in wrestling. Alley Cat's been like going everywhere lately. Every every mm-hmm. promotion's been booking her and every single I know. promotion. You know, it's ridiculous, you know? Yeah, well, I, I think it's because she offers something different that not a lot of wrestlers in general do. Like it's just it's something that you can showcase rather than like, here's this wrestler who's really good at wrestling and look at these great moves. It's, those people are common now. So like she stands out to me. I, I think that's a good thing these days, as we said before, that everybody almost has the same type of gimmick as the biker 
or the crazy girl or the crazy the guy. guy the crazy guy the crazy or guy crazy guy crazy He's the crazy wrestler yeah like you like break the mold with that because you're from accounting and yes what's cooler than somebody from accounting you know <laughs> you're the know. only one to think so but i appreciate it that's different that's the other reason why i use the office theme in your video i'm like that's yeah i've never used that at any of the wrestles we've had in a hundred and something episodes you've wow. had on this podcast i'm like there's the office theme yeah <laughs> for everybody you know, you know what? Also, they, they should you should have like a stable, you know, an, an office. She does stable. have a stable, but she's they're trying to save people, geek. <laughs> it's money, almost like uh, what's that? No, I'm Michael is. I'm just kind of there with him, but I just said money. I'm trying to save the money. Yeah, save, you know, money, save yeah, the money. Exactly. It's like you could have the, the person from HR. You could have, you could have Taryn from accounting. You have the boss. <laughs> you got like a whole I know, stable. I know. People have pitched that to me before. <laughs> if they want to, they can. Yeah. You come out to the ring and the, the set is dark. And then when you come on, you're sitting, you're sitting at your desk like typing. And then then <laughs> you look up and go, I have a match. <laughs> you run to the ring with your jacket. That's actually been pitched before. So that's wow. funny. Yeah. <laughs> the, boss, the, the boss gimmick right there just yeah. is like you're fired. Yeah. That's you're it. Fired. I guess I gotta go to my match. <laughs> is is there any other place in the the uh, the United States or the the world that you would want to wrestle? I mean, honestly, anywhere. Like, I'm super excited just to wrestle around where I am right now. I'm getting really good opportunities here in Canada. Like. Um, heading out to Winnipeg soon, hopefully, and out here in Western Canada and like make my way out to Toronto and the East Coast. And um, I've got some bookings like in Tacoma. And so I'm just really excited just to like get anywhere and get out there and get more experience to me. Like it's not so much about like the town or the city. It's about like the promotions and the quality and like we've got really good quality promotions and good quality like fantastic quality wrestlers here in Canada so like you know I'm just trying to tackle this beast has, has there ever been a time where I where you've done a match where you, where like a promoter pitched something to you and you said no nah, I don't think it's a, a good idea no not really no. actually no. like it's I've not done too many crazy. I think the worst thing I did was I wrestled in like this baby suit and a diaper. What? Um, it was for uh, Russell Core does this Lucha Libre Spectacular every year. And last year, my sister and brother-in-law were expecting a baby. So we did their gender reveal match. So we got to like myself and Tony, uh, Tony Baroni here in Vancouver did a, uh, gender reveal match so i was the girl baby and he was the boy baby and whoever won was the gender of their baby like they didn't know only the two of us knew so that, i mean that was cool i didn't turn that down so yeah. at this point there's not much else i would turn down <laughs> wearing a That's diaper like, in front of people is not great yeah especially i was, I was, I was Sorry, I was about to ask okay. it, like, but, like you did a gender reveal match. Is there any any matches that you'd be like, 
I don't know, like me, like a hardcore match or something like that. Would that be like no. in your real house? No, no hardcore matches. It's just not for me. Um, maybe had I started 10, 15 years ago, but like I'm in my late 30s. So, <laughs> like yeah. to me, like it's just, I'm over that kind of like, I don't even know if I would have done it then. Hardcore matches just aren't for me. Yeah, not for everybody. It kind of freaked me out a little bit if you think about it. You're putting yourself on the line for a bunch of people, bunch of people you don't know. And sometimes not even a bunch of people, sometimes just like tens of people. Mm. But people love it and I appreciate it so much. And like the wrestlers who do do hardcore matches, like more power to you. I'll watch them every time. But for me, it's not something I want to do. Yeah. Exactly. I, you also I'm put more, yourself in danger just in case the partner you're with is not safe. You know what I mean? And that's that's wrestling, though. But yeah, I'm more of a fan of the uh, pursue and the uh, the uh, pure wrestling. That's something I, I really look up to. Like I like those types of matches, like New Japan style and stuff like that. Yeah, so, strong style is another one I really like. So it's like, have you ever been involved in a strong style match or? Uh, no. No, you like them though. Give me some yeah. uh, matches to watch. I'll watch them. Okada Shibata is one that has that has to watch. Kenny Omega, <laughs> Kenny Omega versus uh, Okada is another one. Any and anything Shibata Ishii is really really good. So Tomohiro Ishii, re- highly Sounds recommend. Good. Yeah. Thanks. But yeah. for me, I'm Mister Old School on the podcast. Okay. Okay. I, yeah. like i always suggest people if you want to go back go back to the 90s go back and watch mr perfect versus mr bret hart in the SummerSlam 1991 match that match got me into wrestling submission wrestling and wrestling like in itself because okay great because it's bret to hitman hart come on and mr perfect like two legends so you i saw on your instagram you met bret hart like did he did you have any advice? Did he give you any advice when you met him? No, he didn't. Um, he's like I've seen him a couple times this year. Um, because I work for his sons, his two hmm. sons' new promotion, um, Dungeon Wrestling out of Calgary. So he's just been like super supportive to them and he comes to the shows and he'll do like signings and take pictures with people and um I also saw him in Prince George when I did WrestleCore. Uh, he came out there for that fan con. Um, so it's just been like really nice to be able to wrestle in front of him, but I've never been able to catch him for like some feedback yet. Um, but he's like, he said like, Oh, good match or uh, have a good match. It's, it's been really cool. So, so what do you so, say? Somebody, so what is some of your favorite Bret Hart matches you'd say? Mm, I'd say probably him. I don't know what when it was, but that him in the Stone Cold match with the double turn. Mm. Yeah, definitely a classic right there. You know? Yeah, love it. Love, love, love it. Stone Cold's my guy, but so's Brett. <laughs> yeah. The, the Iron Man match for me at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's probably my favorite one. Of Hi. course, you know, SummerSlam 91 is me because I, I, Guess that was like must. That was my very first time 
watching a pay-per-view at my uncle's house and he ordered that SummerSlam for me and I watched all the matches, but that one, that's the match that stuck. The way that they both moving around, catches their where they caught each other, he would throw Brad, threat throw him, he would throw with the hair. And I, I, I got really upset because that Brett was I'm like at the time I'm like, wow, he's really cool. To see Mr. Rook just launch him across the ring by his hair, I was like, what the what are you doing? It's not nice. <laughs> like, that happens to me often. Mm-hmm. Oh geez, ouch. <laughs> so what what exactly is your finisher? Uh, what exactly is my finisher? Well, I do um, Victoria's Widow's Peak. Yeah. Yeah. That's one of them. That, but, is it called? Sorry. Um, people call it the number cruncher. I didn't start that, so but that's cool. I'll keep it. That's our artist, the one that drew our, our, our logo in the corner. Wait, wrong way. This way. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's yeah. a. I was looking at that. That's very cool. Yes, his name is artwork. Joe Alphabet, if you want to follow him on Instagram. Joe yeah. Alphabet? I will, yeah. Joe. I'll follow him. And he is from Canada. He's he's a Canadian. Very cool. What part of Canada? Joe, what part of Canada are you from? <laughs> right. the chat. He's but, in the chat. He said, hi, guys. And then you put the way and anyway, so what is your favorite food while we're waiting for my that? Favorite food? Well, like my favorite dish of all time is shepherd's pie. Ooh. I'm obsessed with shepherd's pie. Um, but if I had to pick like a favorite kind of food, like um, I think Thai food is probably my favorite. Thai food. Like, like whole, I'm a foodie. And I like, are you? Oh, yes. I love food. I love food. <laughs> um, would you say like the pie that you get from the freezer section, or like homemade leftovers pot pie, like something like you? Which one would you say? I like to make it myself. Like I don't know. I don't like store bought shepherd's pie, but it's my favorite food. So like I like to make it myself. I make a bunch of it, and I'll eat it for like breakfast lunch and dinner for days mm-hmm. my mom does that whenever we have like meat she'll like f- when she will we finally get a chance to have a shepherd's pie she has like meat and then she'll wait and she'll get the potatoes and and then we have the cheese oh man i'm getting mm-hmm. it's so good isn't it it's oh. just like and you can mix it together and eat it like a like a monster just <laughs> just go into town shuffle it in you're the I'll be that guy at the restaurant. Mom, why is that guy eating so fast? Why are you staring at me? <laughs> <laughs> Lay off, I'm starving. Anything pasta related. Yeah, geeks and okay. pasta. Anything yeah. pasta related, yeah. Big ZD like pasta. Are you Italian? No, my girlfriend's Italian though. So Okay. Yeah. So, yes, they make it the meat sauce. <laughs> I started to do that and I was like, is that offensive? Oh, you know, I'm half Italian, <laughs> so it's okay. It's safe. okay, good. You can do it. It's oh, New from, Brunswick. He's from yeah. New Brunswick, so there you go. It's funny. Joe was cool. our very last guest from last year's season. Mm-hmm. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yes, we had to give back to Joe because he's done so many awesome logos for us the past two. And years. we appreciate we appreciate we him. We appreciate all. everything Joe does for us and. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's the same for podcasting, but with wrestling, like, there's so much that goes into, like, 
the behind the scenes in terms of like your gear, your merch designs, like my friend, Steven, uh, Steven Crow, he has some of the coolest designs and the coolest merch. And he like, he hires people off of Fiverr and they're so creative and so good. And he just has like all these ideas that he wants to do and he gives them to people and they make them. And like, yeah, I love all the creativity that is in like wrestling and podcasting and like there's so much behind the scenes stuff that is like sometimes overlooked. Yeah, like, we, we just did a stranger things episode and uh, like Joe made my girlfriend 11, like the character 11 from stranger. Oh, cool. things. Yeah. And me, yeah. Mike, and he was Dustin. I and, made uh, you with Dustin with the hat. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I knew it. <laughs> Listen, um, my confession is that I've I'm trying so hard to get into Stranger Things. I've tried like three times. I get like four episodes in, and I just don't get it. Okay, like I get it. I don't get the hype. I can't get into it, but I want to so bad because season four looks so cool. Like to me, that's so something I would watch. Boss, it's so boss. Um, I'm talking East Coast New York style when I say. I, so I don't know how many I people that. I could. I don't know how many people I convinced to start watching it, and then they actually binge the whole one through four just to get to four, and I'm like, like, oh, what's going on, GB Vader? So like, the I, I well the entire the the entire pandemic, me and my mom, we we watched pretty much the whole season of The Office, mm -hmm. a whole pandemic. We watched. Parks and Rec. Have you watched that one? We oh yeah. And then we watched the one about the the kids in the uh, the adults in college. It was on NBC as well. Community. Bingo. Yes. So good. And then I started repeating like the guy with autism going, "Yep, yep, yep." <laughs> I was, it took me two weeks to stop saying "yep" after everything. <laughs> the mod loves yep. Parks and Rec, so there you go. You, uh, you know, I love. All of those shows, those are like my repeat shows. Like I put them on from beginning and I can just watch them on a loop. Do you yeah. ever watch like Brooklyn Nine-Nine? You know what? My dad loves that show. And I like, I, I catch it like randomly on a certain, some channels where in America would like, they'll come on. And mm -hmm. I kind of think when it first debuted on Fox, I wasn't into it. And then they go went on like TBS. I started watching it, and I'm like, I caught the reruns, and I'm like, it's it's supposed to be a cop show, like serious, but police. And then it's like he's joking; they're all joking, and I'm like, it's oh, so like, funny, it's funny, it's yeah. so good. I like the. Big I would black recommend guys. going to the beginning and just like because there's like common jokes and like obviously like common threads throughout. It's so funny and it, the more i watch it the funnier it gets mm -hmm. what did that say about old hbo shows oh she likes old hbo shows like six feet under the show was six I feet love under. six feet under that was so good i wonder if it would hold up now though because that was like 15 years ago maybe more yeah watch, it ended right as um as a uh, soprano started right 
I never watched Sopranos. You know what? I didn't. And it's funny when the, the last episode happened, one of my old friends, he came over a house. We were do I was doing something. I think we were going to a, a baseball game. And that episode was on and we still had HBO. And the episode ended, you know how it ends with the black screen going black? You think he'd be like, oh, no, what happened? He looks right at my parents go, what's wrong with your cable? My dad's like, yelling at us. That kid was not that smart. My dad's an ex-cop. You don't yell at a cop. <laughs> That's funny. My dad is, too. Yay. Family. So, um, so do you have any up- upcoming shows? or? Uh... Yeah. Um, on Sunday, June 24th, we've got WrestleCore Circus of Death which is going to be awesome. That's at the Waldorf in Vancouver. Um, so we've got like Zicky Dice coming out. We've got magicians, like bands. There might be some fire breathing, tarot card reading stuff. So it's like, yeah, going to be like a fun wrestling circus. Um, and then in August, we've I've got like SOS on August 12th in Tacoma. And then August 13th and 14th, we have the Lucha Libre Spectacular here again in Vancouver at the Waldorf. And then, oh, sorry, July 29th, I've got Love Pro Wrestling in Edmonton. And then the end of August will be another Love Pro Wrestling show. So, yeah, I'm pretty busy for the next month, I guess. Wow. It, you know, it's good to be, it's good, it's good to be busy than having nothing to do. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, for sure. I love it. I used to not get any weekends off and I was like begging like, oh, come on, let's just take a weekend off, guys. And they're like, no, Taryn, we're wrestling. Um, So now I get a weekend off here and there and I kind of miss wrestling. Now I'm like, oh, I'd rather be wrestling than resting. Yeah. I do have a pet. I have my dog, Stone Cold Steve Poston. Ta-ta. <laughs> I love that name. Great. Do you guys want to meet him? Yes. Let me go grab him. I love that name. Best dog name ever. That needs to be a clip, Geek. (laughs) Stone Cold Steve Poston. Oh, my God. Yes. It's a rook. Sorry, I'm in my uh, sister's spare bedroom. It's a rook, isn't it? He's a cockapoo. He's a cockapoo. He's so cute. But I keep him out of He always likes to bark, so... How did you get? I know the Stone Cold thing, but how did you manage to come up with that name? I mean, I knew I wanted to call him Austin because Stone Cold's my favorite wrestler, and Stone Cold Steve Poston is just funny. Imagine yelling that outside to get him to come inside when it's time for dinner for him. Yeah, <laughs> it's Stone a mouthful. Cold That's why I just call him Austin. Yeah. I I because I with my the way I do my funny voices I I I did I did I end up sounding like Jr. yelling Austin Austin yeah. oh, get inside <laughs> hey that's that one way to freak out your neighbors yeah give yourself a southern accent and talk on the side of your mouth Austin what's wrong with you get inside now. <laughs> He did it again. Best for a dog ever. <laughs> Thank you. He's so cute. I love him. How long have you had your dog? He's a COVID puppy, so he'll be two in November. 
Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah. Hmm. He's yeah, just a mod, baby. The, mo the mod's uh, puppy is, is a COVID puppy too. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, he's a COVID puppy too. I see your golden doodle picture, and they look kind of similar. That's so His cute. Name, that dog's name is Rookie. Yeah. Oh, I love it. He's awesome. Yeah. I always I tell, I always tell the mod and tell Geek, I said, you can't see the dog's eyes. You can't trust the dog. They can't see their eyes. And they get all, <laughs> no, no, no. I have a, do I have a Dowshin named Dexter. He, he talks to you. That, 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 that dog talks to you. Like, you tell him, no, no. He starts getting mad at you. <laughs> he starts arguing. Rah, 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 rah. And he does not like when guys hug women. He gets very upset. Really? Yes. He has like he has, he has like issues. he got he hasn't like hugs in general. <laughs> see people and hugging like, and he gets mad. Oh my god! Wow. Okay. <laughs> he yeah, he's just jealous. He's jealous. He's just jealous. That's what he is. He <laughs> yeah. wants you to hug him. That's why. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I know Austin loves attention. He doesn't like when other dogs get the attention. Who who doesn't like if you're at something and you're talking to people and you're trying to get you here? Our case. Who wouldn't want to get attention? Like if you're trying yeah. to do something and somebody else is getting the attention and you're not getting the attention, then it's not <laughs> not having fun. <laughs> like he's PB and jelly. Yeah, that's true. I know. Well, I like it when other people get attention too, though. I'm a bit of an introvert. So sometimes when other people get attention, I'm like, okay, good. I can sit back here and chill. No. <laughs> See, like, so with 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 you having a sister, which it's kind of cool. I could jokingly say it's sister week, sort of, because you have a sister in the business, Calarin Arcade. Mm -hmm. So is it, what is it like having a sister in the business with you? Like, Awesome. It's so awesome. Um, honestly, like, I wouldn't be probably wrestling still if it wasn't for her. And she just, like, she started before me, and she's, like, really gone a lot of places with her wrestling she started and she like really took off really quickly because she's like she's a hustler you know and she just really made moves for herself and so i really got to learn and i'm still learning so much from her and um growing up we didn't do anything together so now that like we have this in common and we're wrestling on shows together like at least once a month sometimes twice a month it's like awesome it's so cool that i get to like do that with her and her husband and it's just like become like a really fun family thing for me that's cool that's awesome it's yeah. so cool. do you have any uh social medias where people can find you or book you yeah <clears throat> i'm like on them all now at this point <laughs> um i have twitter tfa wrestling mm -hmm. and my instagram i think is just taryn from accounting and i think my facebook is as well i don't i don't actually use facebook for my wrestling so don't don't really look there that's kind of just nothing um but yeah i've got instagram and twitter which to me is everything yeah. i'm not i'm not a big social media person and i just got on twitter like i was never into it but kind of my friends were like you need it yeah well, we want i don't like twitter but Geek is like slowly making me like it again. I'm like, eh. Twitter, it help. It does help. It does yeah. help a lot. It does help a lot. Like if you're trying to get like people to find you, like as wrestling or podcasting, 
I've been getting wrestlers to follow me on Twitter, so I'm like, am I? I think I guess I'm doing it right. Yes, exactly. (laughs) But that's the thing is it like it starts to consume you, like who's following who and how many likes and this and that, which I guess is a bit of a barometer, but at the same time, like. I don't know. It's just silly. And I try not to take it too seriously because it can become very consuming. Yeah. But most people do this to be like, oh, I got this person. And me and Geek, we do this for the love of wrestling. And we Which he, I love. He, he yeah. got me into independent wrestling. Okay. So if it wasn't for Geek, I'd sit, be sitting still watching Raws and SmackDowns and be like, okay, night night. Yeah. <laughs> I love and. What do you like better now? Independent wrestling. You know what? You're going to laugh. Since we've been having a lot of guests from England, and mm-hmm. I looked them up on YouTube, and it's on my browser on YouTube, so I'm watching it. Yeah, I get a lot of British wrestling, mm-hmm. and I love all our American indie wrestlers, but not for nothing. British wrestling is really good. It's cool, hey? I like that style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. It's really good. The wrestlers are not well-known, and we're helping them, and I'm like, Damn. Keek, we get the money? Yeah. We're flying across the pond, baby. Yeah. So That's where you're going to go? Yeah. Oh, yes. I would come to Canada, too, because these guys got a lot of stars in Canada. Like, Canada's sick for wrestling. Like, underrated, I think. White hot, as they would say in the hood. You guys are white <laughs> hot there in Canada. Like, yeah. There's, there's so many good promotions here in Canada. Like, I don't know. It's fantastic. The only problem is it's so spread out and it's so expensive to travel within Canada right now. So, mm. yeah. 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 Well, I th- well, thank you so much for coming on the podcast. Thank you guys so much for having me. I'm so sorry about that, like technical, technical difficulties, but now I learned. Yeah, it's okay. I'm, it's, I'm it's smarter it's... because of you guys. Yeah. Te- and, and, and we're happy that you fixed it and we got a chance to see you and talk to you and hear some of your stories and stuff like that. So like, thank you guys. No problem. No problem. You want to end it? Geek? You can end it. I'm Joe Panther. The third. I'm the metal geek. I'm Taryn from accounting. And we will see you in the next one. <laughs>